It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Marks and Reese, we are back. Happy Tuesday. And 3 o'clock on Tuesdays. Elliot Shore Parks, our Eagles reporter, Go Birds podcast. He does the podcast in the morning now. I I wake up to Elliot screaming and yelling on uh, on his Instagram. Oh, no, what, I, was, I wasn't ready for that today. What's up, ESP? It means playoff time. You know, gotta gotta work twenty four seven. It's a Super Bowl run. I mean, they're gonna be in Arizona in two weeks. Think about that. Like, I gotta make sure I chronicle everything. He can't hold those takes in that long. Yeah, it's, no, yeah. yeah, it's bad enough getting through it overnight. I was gonna say, just wake up, drop takes. <laughs> Kristen's like, go record the pod. Like, get, get, get out of here. Yeah. I don't care about the turnover ratio of the Niners. Walk <laughs> the dog and go record the pod. Well, Elliot, you were uh, you were very chesty last week about how much better the Eagles yeah. were and the Giants weren't a great team. And you know what? I was very right. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I, I, they, the Giants, uh, the the. the Difference in talent between the two teams as it played out, as we all saw, was uh, significant. And the Eagles dominated them, for sure. Yeah, and, you know, I think in in some ways it was the perfect kind of warm-up game for the Eagles to get ready for what is, objectively, a much tougher game. This will be the toughest team they will have played since Sirianni was hired. I think they're probably better than any team they faced last year. I think this San Francisco team is better than the Tampa team they lost to in the playoffs last year. 
Um, just in terms of talent, I mean, the, the skill position players on the Niners are light years ahead of what the Giants have. So it's a much, much tougher test. There's no denying that uh, heading into the game. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think they're going to win for sure. It, it, it is a tough test, though. Mm, uh, so how confident are we heading into yeah. the game? So I, I was thinking about that, obviously, since the matchup came in. And uh, I think on the surface, you could say there's a good chance they lose this game. But I think that if you hmm. look at – well, hold on. If you look at the things that I believe win football games, like it, remove the names, all that stuff, like what wins football games, especially in the playoffs? It's the trenches, it's third down defense, it's red zone defense, it's turnovers, and it's the quarterback. And I think the Eagles have the better defensive line. I think they have the better offensive line. They have the better third down defense. They have the better third down, uh, sorry, red zone defense. They have a better third down offense and a better red zone offense. So they're better on both sides of the ball on those key downs. Mm -hmm. They have better players in the trenches. They have better players on the, on the, uh, the sidelines, right? Like in terms of the receivers and the cornerbacks. I think they're better there. Now the, the Niners are good, but I think the Eagles are better there. Um, and I think they have the better quarterback. So do I think the game could be close? Yes. But what I say to myself is when the game is over, like Sunday at 7 o'clock, do I think this season is going to be over? I would be very surprised if the season is over, uh, you know, after this game. Yeah, hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I'm, You know, I got a feeling we got a one-score game coming up. I'm, I'm leaning more towards 24-17, 24-20 type of Eagles win um, just because – when you get a defense like San Francisco that's only used to giving up 16 points, they're going to make it difficult for you to score. So they're going to figure out what the Eagles love to do best and then try to see if you can't get the Eagles to mm-hmm. try to play left-handed, for yeah. lack of a better way of explaining it. Um, and we'll see if the Eagles have a sort of counter to that. But I think the Eagles' defense steps up as well. And to your point, when you talk about the quarterbacks – what lost the game for Buffalo Sunday and Dallas Sunday was the quarterback play. Yep. That's what lost the game for him. And conversely, now Cincinnati has a much better quarterback, so you know what he was capable of doing. But Brock Purdy only needed to make one or two plays when called upon, mm-hmm. and he did it. The, 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 the throw to Kittle yeah. was, was huge for him. But Kyle Shanahan was calling the game – that said, we're going to give you easy throws. We're going to run the ball with McCaffrey. I don't care if he's getting two and a half yards per carry. We're going to stick with this, and we'll take chances when we see it fit until Dallas proves that we need to get out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I said this earlier, we need to get San Francisco out of their comfort zone by scoring touchdowns. And I do think one way that could happen where where it matches up well for the Eagles is Big plays early, mm-hmm. like getting getting it so that in the second quarter, Purdy has to drop back a ton, and they're right. not controlling the clock. So if you look at it, how do they make that happen? You make it happen with big plays, and the Eagles this year have been good at jumping on opponents early, right? We, mm-hmm. I mean, for half the season, we talked about how they could only score in the first half. Mm-hmm. They're one of the best first-quarter offenses in the league, and they're good at big plays. Think of some of the big plays they've had early in games, right? The long touchdown uh, to Devontae against the Giants. The long touchdown to A.J., against the Steelers. Uh, you know, Washington, Devontae had a long touchdown. I think that was in the second quarter. But they've had big plays early. The Niners, for as good as their defense is, and they are really sound, like they're a well-coached defense, they are fourth in the league in 40-plus plays uh, uh, um, allowed, right? Given so, up, wow. Given okay. up, yeah. Or I should say they're 
yes, they they give up a ton of long plays, right? Yeah. They, mm. Their defense does is susceptible to being beat deep. So when you look at how the Eagles can jump on them early, the Eagles like to throw it deep early. The Niners are not good at stopping deep plays. I think that's how you get the lead. And so when you talk about confidence and winning, I think you're right, Ike. It could end up being 24-17, whatever. But I also think because of the, the quarterback situation and because this team is rolling into the, the Eagles are rolling with a ton of confidence, it wouldn't shock me if they got up 14 nothing again. And the Eagles are really, really good at A, holding a lead, but they become a lot better at piling onto it. I mean, they won that second half against the Giants on, mm-hmm. on Saturday. So yeah. if the Eagles can get deep early, get the Niners uh, behind, make Purdy kind of put it on his shoulders, I think you have the recipe for, for a really kind of statement win by the Eagles. So how how this is an honest question? I'm with the 49ers because you surprised me with the stat about the explosive plays, um, and maybe I, I maybe I either misheard you or you didn't. Yeah, so let me correct correct yeah. myself because the Eagles have allowed the fourth fewest long plays of 40 plus yards. So the fourth fewest. The Niners are 17th, so they're in the bottom half of the league in allowing long plays. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's not the fourth. Like I said, I misspoke. Okay. They're they're in the bottom half of the league in deep plays allowed. Well, the only thing that confused me, I'm like, well, damn, they only give up 16 points. They must have the number one red zone defense in the league. They only give up 16 points. That means you're not giving up a bunch of touchdowns. Their red zone defense is 20th in the league. Yeah, see, that doesn't make sense to me. It is weird because you look, they don't have a good red zone defense. They don't have a good third down defense. They give up big plays, but they're number one in the league in points So is the red zone defense... I mean, by 16, like 16 points to only hold teams to 16 points in today's game? Well, so I think part of it is they really create a lot of turnovers. So when you're creating turnovers, you're not in... You know, red zone defense as much because you're taking the ball away, right? And when teams get there, they score, but they're just not getting into they're the not red allowing zone. Teams they're not to allowing get into teams the into the red zone as much. But okay. they they really they really survive off of turnovers. I mean, I've been looking up all types of turnover stats this week. One of my favorite is when the Niners get one or fewer turnovers, so they only get one turnover from their own defense. Mm-hmm. They average twenty points a game. When they get two or more, they average thirty points a game. So a ten point difference off turnovers. Huh. The Eagles, that exact same stat, average the same amount of points. So whether they're getting one turnover, two turnovers, three turnovers, the Eagles have been at 28, 29-ish points all year. The Niners, when they don't get turnovers, they can barely get into the 20s. So it is absolutely crucial that Jalen is smart with the ball on Sunday. And he showed and he can do And our ball carriers. And the ball carriers, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, the Niners are one of the best tackling teams in the league. So they will be on the ball carriers. They'll be fighting for the ball. They'll be punching mm-hmm. at it. So that's the key. The key to the game is turnovers. If the Eagles don't turn the ball over, I'd be floored if they lost the game. Because I don't think hmm. the Niners, without those turnovers, can sustain drives and stop the Eagles' offense enough times to stick in the game. It's just a matter of whether the Eagles can make mistakes. And something you've said, Ike, which is true, the Niners know how to play to make you make mistakes. You know, they're not lucking into all these turnovers. Yeah, yeah they don't luck into turnovers. No, for sure. The they're they good play. at creating create turnovers. Yeah. But the Eagles are very good at taking care of the ball. So it's yep. really just going to be who wins that battle right there. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, the red zone scoring percentage on TDs. I mean, the Eagles are 11th and San Francisco's 18. But if you mm-hmm. don't allow them to get into the red zone, they're not scoring a lot of yeah, touchdowns. I think, they're, I think they finished the league. Uh, I think they finished the year number one in turnovers forced. Or, or right around there, top. Yeah, three. and they had the number one uh, turnover di- differential. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they take care of it too. Pur- yeah. Now Purdy has thrown interceptable passes. Like he got lucky. Diggs dropped that pass on uh, yep. mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? I mean, that could have been the game right there. So, but but I think Purdy has been better. You know, if you were if Purdy was a top ten pick and he was playing the way he's playing, everyone would be like, he's the franchise, he's the future. You know, he's the next guy up. 
but he wasn't. He was a seventh round pick. So it's a much more of you have to prove it. And I don't think that's fair sometimes with draft stock. I think because of where you're drafted shouldn't impact how you're viewed in the long term. But the reality is... Well, you definitely have to show me before I just buy into it over a few games. But, but what I'm saying is, if he was the number like one overall pick, and he went 8-0 as a starter and had his team in the championship game, mm-hmm. the hype would be out of control. Sure, But absolutely. because he's a seventh-round pick, I think you, you have to prove more. And that's but, another discussion on how fair that is. I'm just saying, he's playing better than his name indicates. Like, the, Mr. Irrelevant, you wouldn't think would be playing this right, way. Right, I agree. I agree. Yeah, of course. And mm-hmm. it's the it's the Kyle Shanahan offense. They've had three quarterbacks do it this year. Jimmy Garoppolo was barely a game manager and they were still having success before. Right. But you know, but you're right. If this is a different prospect that's having these exact same numbers, Purdy would be getting talked up big time. Well, and the other part of this is, you know, I think Eagle the Eagles have advantage on the field in a lot of positions. So the next thing is the coaching staff. And the Niners have a great coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan is not a great game day coach when it comes to like going for it on fourth down, right. time management. I mean, he's been involved in two of the biggest like collapses in oh, NFL history, sure, right? Yeah. So yeah. we can debate, you know, Monday through Saturday, who's the better coach? You would probably lean Shanahan there. He's proven it, mm-hmm. long track record. Well, in this city, yeah. how many people are going to defend Jonathan Gannon? Well, I Nick mean, Sirianni like, and Elliott. Yeah, but that's silly. I mean, you know. Well, I'm the coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. So you were actually. Yeah, you know, I was the one that I asked was, him. That, was, yeah. So what was the question that you asked? Well, I should have said how dominant was Gannon today. <laughs> but what I said was, what do you think of Gannon's uh, performance today? You're the defense. And that's, he said seven points. And that's well, he said, how many points did they give up? Right. And I was like, seven. And he was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And that's when he went off. He went yeah. off from that point. I, I almost, forward. I almost butted in and go, whoa, whoa, whoa! Not to defend Angela, but, but, but no. to say I'm, the, I haven't, you know, I, right. I defend him on WIP. Right. But, no, but you, Nick you, was you, cooking, so yeah, yeah, just yeah. let him cook. Yes. I just kept hitting record and let him, uh, <laughs> let him go. Yeah, <laughs> get, get that video for Twitter. Yeah. Well, listen, he had his guys back, and for good reason. The defense has been good. But I'll say this: they better win this week. <laughs> well, this is the. It better be good Sunday. Or Angelo will get the last laugh. I, I was gonna say, like, his <laughs> last week on the air will be epic. If I was consulting Nick on this, imagine? I would be like, Nick, I get the confidence. You're right. Right. But maybe wait until you get to the Super yes. Bowl because yes. you're kind of setting yourself up for you. If you're going to come on and be like, they're number one in this and this and this. Well, all they, right. They got one game to go to get yeah, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, then go out on Sunday yep. and shut down the Niners. Yeah. yeah. Like well, so it, seventh in points allowed isn't even that impressive when you look at the quarterbacks they've faced. Well, the Niners haven't faced oh, great quarterbacks. I don't care. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right he, now you're ripping Gannon. He's not good. Like I'm so sick in of what, the Gannon. In what thing. world is Gannon a not good? De- I, not listen, a good defense. No, no. Come fine. on, tell me. Tell he's me. He's fine. How, I, I just I no, want to no, 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 no. see them beat a good team before it gets all high and mighty about how great John <laughs> okay. is. He he is a great defensive coordinator. He's an okay no, no, he's not, dude. They're they're near the top of the Elliot, league in almost every. So wait, let, let, wait, hold on. Yeah. So I could have the same defensive stats as John. I, I love the thing of they've beaten. They haven't beaten good quarterbacks. Well, I love, How I many love good that. quarterbacks are there? What what defense is out there playing Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen every week? What does Jonathan every Gannon, defense is, What does Jonathan Gannon do to create sacks? All right. Well, first they of all, okay. They tried hard. Okay. All right. First of all, neither of us know defensive line play well enough to answer this question. Right, Let's be honest. To, what does but he do you, to get them to sack the quarterback? Okay. More? Hold up. First of all, before the year, the whole thing was, oh, he's going to drop Reddick back too much, and I was in that camp. Reddick's mm-hmm. having a career. I'm year, not on right? your side, Jack. Yeah. I'm with Elliot on this. I don't, Look, know, don't ask me nothing. I can't explain a defensive <laughs> stunt in the front, but I know they run them a lot, and guys are looping and all that stuff, right? Right. So ultimately, it's a good breakdown. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm basically baldy over here, right? But I know that when you get to 70 sacks in the fourth most in league history. It's got to be pretty good. It's got to be pretty good. got to be doing something right. <laughs> yeah. It's not just quarter. It's not the quarterbacks they're playing. And again, because no defense is playing a great quarterback every week. God forbid that defense doesn't play well this week. Oh, God. 
I mean, I've already been proven right, so one bad game's not going to change my mind. But it, but it would be well, bad. Well, no, it's not going to change. No, we're talking about the reaction from the oh, morning. Oh, it'll be ugly. Yes. Yeah. I wish he would have waited a week to yes. answer your question. Watch, Wait. they'll lose like 21-17, and then everyone will be mad at the defense. Oh, it'll be on a final drive. Yep. yep. Where there was no pressure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> per- but Purdy completes about? 85% of his passes. But, but to your point, I would have I would have, um, I would have told Nick the same thing, same advice. Let's wait a week until. Well, but I do think. You go nuclear on yeah. Angelo. The, the one legit concern is the Niners are really good over the middle of the field, right? Kittle getting, yes. uh, you know, all, sure. Debo into the middle mm-hmm. of the field, getting them in space. The weakness of the Eagles defense is the middle. They're better- very... Yeah, they're very good on the line, very good uh, you know, near the sidelines. It's the middle. And look, Marcus Epps has played well this year, so maybe we shouldn't question him as much as we do. But Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's not a great tackler, right? Reed Blankenship's a rookie. Uh, the linebackers have been really good, but you don't like you know, basically any linebacker in a matchup against Debo Kittle or, mm-hmm. or McCaffrey. So that, that would be the concern. If, if I'm Shanahan this week and I'm watching this Eagles defense, I'm running slants all day over the middle and making yep. the Eagles tackle these players. But to both of your points, the Eagles' offense can put pressure on the 49ers in general by scoring early. Yeah, get a, yep. get, get a lead early. Yep. Um, look, I'm I, all for taking the ball I was going to say, I mean. <laughs> you know what, Ike? You're damn right. Yeah, take the ball I'm again. Sure there were, I'm sure there were some players on offense and coach that were thinking, yeah, all right, I'm okay losing that coin toss. Like, Listen, take the ball. We heard Jordan, ball. Jordan basically said it last night. Yeah, he, he was happy when <laughs> yes, he Yes, he was happy when he realized yeah. the offense Go was going out, out the to tone. the field. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On the players' lounge with Ike Reese yes. and Elliott Shore Parks Monday night. So. I, it, it's an excellent program. It is. It, I mean, it, should, in peace, it yeah. should be an award-winning program, or at least nominated. I don't know what award. <laughs> at least submitted, yeah. Jack, are there awards we could win? or Because I, I am not an award-winning radio host. No, Everybody, no. Everybody's an award-winning host or, <laughs> on TV. I'm not an award-winning host. And how many different writing things, like functions, do we need? I mean, last night was the, by the way, of the 118th Philly sports writers you know, right. awards bank. How has mm. Philly sports been around for 118 years? Yeah, I was going to say, is this if they had 118, 118? I mean, I can't ago. imagine there was a lot of excitement. <laughs> well, at I guess the there was the one. early 90s. <laughs> also, how much competition was there early on? Like, how many people are covering these games in 1903? What were their takes? Man. Probably not as many as right now. Yeah. All right, let's go to Steve in Columbus, New Jersey. Huh. Is there a Columbus, New Jersey? Steve, how are you? Yeah, Jack, you're going to pull him up. There you go. Thank you. What's up, brother? Well, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing all right. What's up, Steve? All right. A couple things real quick, right? First of all, you're, you're saying that the Eagles haven't played any strong elite quarterbacks, right? Well, yeah, Jack, that's what Jack just Thursday. said. Yeah. Jack said. Well, they're yeah, not playing one this weekend. Mm. Ah. All right. So, <laughs> no, and, all, and also, also, for what it's worth, they did play Trevor Lawrence, who was one of the best quarterbacks in the league the second half of the year. Kirk Week Cousins, four. very good quarterback. Oh, he's, right? a, he's elite. He's yeah, they, elite. Pl- they played Dak. And, and Aaron Rodgers. They got torched by Dak. Yeah, and they, they got torched by Dak, but they, they played him. Yeah. No, they did not give up 33 20, points. With 24 before he left the game. Yeah, exactly. So All of those guys, head and shoulders above Purdy, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, second point, San Fran at home this year, 8-1, and one, 89%. On the road, 5-3, and three, 62.5%. Mm. Now, I have a dilemma, and I need all four of you to... Flip side of that, they won 6-2 and two at home this year. <laughs> yeah, I think the two losses they had <laughs> yeah, were... Yeah. Losses They've also they won 12 games no, no, in a row. We were 7-1 we at home. I mean, 7-2 and two at home and 7-1 and one on the road. Well, and 7-1... and one Oh, that's with, why we got with, the extra home game. I forgot about and that. And with Hurts, okay. yeah. they only lost one. Oh, yeah. Home. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, a question for all of you, if you could all answer this. I bought a $100 ticket for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl in April, and it's mm. worth 3500 they're cash out on, on the particular um, app 
that I bought it through is $852.50. And for, for you, Jack, that's 24.3% because I know you're not very good with math. <laughs> um, Ooh, boy. All right. Now, I got a $50 ticket that I bought a little later as the odds started to drop in August that's paying twelve fifty, And their cash out is $318.04. If each of you would just tell me what you would do, hold it and keep it rolling or cash it out, both of them or one of those tickets, um, I would appreciate your advice as to what you would do if it was your What money. was the first one? I, I didn't write down the first one, Steve. What was the first one? $100 for yeah. is going to, if I cash out, is going to pay 35 Not If I cash out, is going to pay $852.50. If I hold it, it will be worth more if they win, obviously, and if they win the Super Bowl, 3500 All right. Ike? I, mean, I think this is an easy one. Yeah, yeah, you got to hold on to that. Yeah. We gotten this far. Look, we, we, got, we, we gotten this far, Steve. Yeah, this isn't life changing money. Yeah, if, if, if well, you, for some people, maybe. <laughs> if you, if you, relax in there. No, I'm just saying. Like, it's not like seventy. You're like, I know what you're saying. Right. Yes. If they win this game and you will have cashed out, you will be more upset about yes. that. Than, we, than yeah, the yeah, that little eight hundred dollars. You're gonna be mad as hell that you didn't wait. All right. right. So if you cashed out the hundred and fifty, you would um, the the two bets you'd make um. Eleven hundred and seven seventy dollars on a hundred and fifty dollar wager. Right. Yeah. But if you hold out and they win, you'd make forty seven fifty. But also keep in mind, if they win on Sunday, that cash up that cash out probably also goes up. It definitely goes up. Yeah, for sure. So you're you're basically basically you think they're going to win on Sunday is what it comes down to. Yeah. So so we'd all hold it at this point. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack would cash out though. Jack. Yeah, I'd cash out. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm not a cash out <laughs> well, guy. Well, I'm a coward. Uh, so. This guy earlier was saying his confidence is an 11 on a 1 to 10, but you would cash out? Well, yeah, because that's money involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is just takes. There's no, there's no monetary value. I mean, my guy's over here tipping $5. doesn't <laughs> yeah, seem like he's hurting yeah. too much. Come on, yeah. Jack. Well, listen, made a money back home. Exactly. <laughs> but he's also looking at This is diaper money. He's going to need uh, the extra <laughs> cash for that stuff. That's a good point. All yeah, right. I, would, I, would, I would hold on. Right. At least through this game. Yeah. And if I saw the matchup, like, well, hell, whichever matchup Either you get, gonna I was going to say, yeah, you're right. Whichever yeah. one's going to be d- difficult. But if that, that cash out gets up to, a, a, what, 1100 1200 right. for, And then if the other one is up to about 500 I might go ahead and, and just then you take can enjoy that. The yeah, then I can so. go ahead and take that twenty two hundred, knowing I got that in the bag. Yeah. Mm. Also, and, I, I would much rather play the Chiefs. By the way, well, and here's the other thing: you can always cash out after the championship game, and then take some of that and put it into the Super Bowl as a bet. Yep, because the Eagles will probably ah. be underdogs. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably yeah, be. you can you can take that and put some. You're gonna put it back into the Super Bowl anyway, right. like and bet on it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you'll get the Eagles at plus odds in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you sure? I think they'll be. Uh, under- I think they're the favorite right now. I think they'll be underdogs to the Chiefs or the Bengals. But I think they're the favorites because they know one of the AFC teams is going to lose. Right. Like the Eagles have the easiest path to the Super Bowl right now because the Niners of the of the four teams, yes. in my opinion, are the, the are the worst of the four teams. Team, right? Yeah, and considerably I, I, worse than the Bengals. I, I would Chiefs. I would disagree. I, I don't think enough people are paying attention to Pat Mahomes' high ankle sprain. That's a, that's a that's a three to four week injury. Yeah, and, and he's going to try to play it. So, I mean, they're two and a half point underdogs. Yeah, at home, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Marks and Reese, 215-592-9494. No, I don't think anybody thinks the Chiefs are going to win. You think, you're saying you think the Chiefs are the worst team out of four? Yeah. He's saying because of the ankle. Injury. Oh, because of um, – yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right, coming up, your phone calls uh, on this. Also, uh, who is Sunday more on, the offense or the defense? That's coming up next. Marks and Reese, 94 WFP. Lucifer, 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 Lucif
We're back. Mark's Reese. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark Schuler's. If you're getting engaged, this is the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com. I was looking to see how much tickets are going for. Who I saw some of those prices. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, God bless you all. Let's just say you're not buying yeah, it yeah, to cash right. out from that guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you cash out to buy tickets yeah, to the game. Man. Uh, so there's a lot of different secondary market. I just went to StubHub to see, and it's a little bit deceiving because you look at the, the ticket price, and then you look to how much you're actually paying um, with fees uh, for one of the worst seats in the house, but it is a seat, 1730 for a pair. <laughs> That's insane. For standing room only with fees, and this is on StubHub, fourteen fifty seven for standing room. Damn, just for standing room? You might as well stand at a bar at that point. <laughs> now, yeah, my, my but, goodness. But just to put this in perspective, people, friends of mine paid 1600 bucks for one standing room only ticket at a World Series. Yeah, game. yeah. So this is the closest, unless you're going out to the Super Bowl. Yeah. If you want to see this game and it matters to you to be in the stadium to see it, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. Yep, and some, some people may not have had that opportunity at the last championship game right? and wish they had gotten there because, like you said, this is Sunday is the last home game regardless if they win or lose. Mm-hmm. There will be no more games at the link this year. They'll be in Arizona uh, in two weeks. So, yeah, if this is your one opportunity to do it and you've got a little extra cash, yeah. Here's the other thing. You spend all that money to go to the NFC championship game. Yeah, how you get in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> But, but exactly. If, yeah. How are you getting to Arizona? But if you're spending fourteen hundred dollars to stand, you're probably not worried too much about the uh, the flight ticket to Arizona. What to do? Listen, I don't know. Or you just got to do a Super Bowl party here. Yeah. Right. So uh, well, I actually think watching. I think the Super Bowl is better watched in Philly. Yes. Than it yes. Is. I mean, you know. Yes. You were in Minnesota, right? Yes. Yeah, and we like, came home for. And we came it. back. It's exciting to say you were there, mm-hmm. but in terms of actually celebrating and doing all those things, Completely I think agree. the money saved is way better off being in the city as opposed to going to Arizona. Well, for me, it wasn't even the money saved as much as if the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl, these are the people right. I want to be with to celebrate with. Mm-hmm. And these are close friends that we watch the Super Bowl every year together. Our kids have been watching it together since they were yay high. Mm. And it was the first time they were going to get a chance to see the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So if they were going to win it, I wanted to be with those people uh, when they won it, when, with my family there and everything. Yeah. So it made it – it would not have felt as good to me, although I would have enjoyed it in Minneapolis. But let's say if it Being was me, me and Renee at the game, mm. my kids are back here. Yeah. Like that, that would not have felt the same to me. Felt much better winning it here, shedding a tear here, there you go. as opposed to being there. And that's what we're going to do in two weeks. Run down to City Hall, like sprinting well, down broad. Well, here's the and here's the other thing. I wanted to watch the reaction on the news yeah, that night. Yeah, you can't do that if you're at the exactly. stadium. By the time I, you get back. Yeah, and, I wanted yeah. to see how the city was wanted, we going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which was actually now, fun. Arizona, that was fun to watch, too. Arizona's a lot nicer than Minnesota. Now, what, so. was, was the Super Bowl the, the, the horse Poop-y. That was the no. That, that was, was a champ- the championship, that was a championship game. game. So yeah. so Jack, get your uh, get your horse poop eating mouth ready after the NFC Championship game. I already have it all planned out, John. Uh, Me and Robbie, we're gonna go take to the streets three hours after the uh, after the post game show. Oh, that's right. You'll be post game. Yeah, me and three Rob. Hour, three hours after. Nice. No, we're gonna go streaking down Broad Street right on time for everyone. Sure, it'll be yeah. a good crowd there. Three hours uh, yeah. after uh, one a.m. in the yeah, morning. There'll yeah. still be some people out. Oh yeah, wishing, Jack will be up yeah. climbing the grease poles or whatever. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that today. Like you know, when, the, when it first happened, I was like 24. 
Right. Like all my friends were pretty much living in the city. I feel like I'm kind of cooked now. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, just drive home. <laughs> Westchester's not going to be popping. At, uh... Jack, you already saw it. You don't need to do it again. You've exactly. already been there. Yeah, 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 yeah. you've already been there. Well, hold on, I will be popping. I mean, this, the game's at three. It'll be done by six. You I forgot the game's party. at three. That's right. Yeah. Well, oh, you're talking about for the NFC Championship yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, I was talking about the Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl's not at three. No, I'm right. sorry. Donovan yeah, Chester. I messed up. It's at six. <laughs> Although in Arizona, it'll be at. Uh, it'll be three. It'll be but at four not, o'clock. We're not I think, streaking yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. We're back here. Right. Yes. Streaking in Arizona, you're going to jail. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> um, just word of advice before we move on here. If I was, I, I would spend the extra, because it's only an extra, it's less than 300 bucks to get it. Even if it's a bad seat, it's still a seat. Right, like we mm. were when we nah. Well, nah. <laughs> if you're sitting for by two. yourself, I mean, no. So this is for a pair. Okay, so seventeen hundred dollars for two tickets. It's seventeen hundred dollars for a pair of tickets oh, in section two thirty one, and it's a pair of standing room tickets. It's fourteen fifty seven. Mm. So I'd spend the extra whatever to to get, even if it's a bad seat, at least it's a seat. But uh, when we were out at the World Series, it was awesome. It would uh, we had standing room. Would have been nice to have a seat. Mm-hmm. For that one, you know what I mean, but we didn't. Well, I also think Citizens Bank's more walkable than the Link is, just in terms of there's more places to stand right. and see yeah, the field. Right, I, agree. I think it's tougher at the Link to do. Yeah, that. yeah like the last thing I, I want is to pay yeah. that kind of money and not be able to see anything. Right, the you're whole time. five rows deep and standing only. Right, right. All right, is, is this oh, man, a we stood for a whole damn week, the whole game one World oh, Series? The whole game oh, one, Houston, right? Yeah. And, and by different. the way, Elliot, be, I know that your average height, but Elliot, yeah, I am. But yeah. but Ike and Jack are taller. Right. Me and my dad were, were struggling to see over the the taller people. <laughs> I felt bad for your dad. Yeah. Man. Like, we flew him all the way down to Houston. He had to look up over people. But that's why we sure left. People problems. Are but tough, that's man. why we left and we found a spot where we could actually see. And yes. we spent the middle. Of, that's where they made yeah. the comeback when we when we had left. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, game one was insane. So these was a yeah. good one to be. At. Ah, I was. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Somebody almost got a two-piece that night. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't yeah, hear this you story. remember that, Jack? He got mouthy with like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, a mistake. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were talking about me and the old guy in front of me. There, we, it also went two different ways. You almost fought someone, and I almost had the Astros fan fighting me. <laughs> Which was an Astro fan with me, too. Yeah, that, was, yeah, uh, that guy was yeah. an Astro fan. He was getting tested. Gilio yeah. was drunk. He was <laughs> Gilio was, was Yeah, Gilio was hammering. This sounds like it was the real content I wanted. Forget the game recaps or whatever. We, I spent. I bought a White Claw for $24. <laughs> sounds but, about right. But it was, it was the you size love of a two-liter. Yeah. Well, I, I kept one, too. I couldn't even finish it. That's all we could drink, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a mango White Claw. It tasted so bad by the middle of the, the can. The, the problem with those is they're so big. Like, they're warm. Warm, they got warm. You, you got to finish it quickly. Yeah. It's also my twelfth or thirteenth drink of the night. I spent hundreds of dollars on drinks. Ooh, in the boy. Look at you. Um, you did not drink twelve and thirteen drinks that night. What, are you nuts? If you drink twelve oh, of did. those white claws, oh, you'd be getting like carried out of the stadium. <laughs> Twenty, the twenty-four ounce ones? No, it's just beers in general oh, okay. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I didn't have twelve of them. I was going to say, were you hammered? I didn't. I was hammered. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the night, because that's when we got to the hotel. I was just drinking straight yeah. vodka. Oh man, I was totally hammered. It's a great time. Um. All Maybe right. you guys should come to Arizona. I didn't notice any of this. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to be in Arizona. So, um, so is this a? Would you say this game on Sunday is the offense or the defense? Like, who's it more on, Elliot Shore Parks? It's the offense. It's always it's the, always the it's offense. always the offense. The answer is always the offense. It's an offensive league. Jalen's about to get forty five million dollars a year. They have an offensive head coach. They have, let's be honest, an offensive owner. Right? Like, <laughs> the end of the day, the offense has to win the game. They like bottom line, and not to mention. I know they're not on the field at the same time, but Jalen Hurts to, to Brock Purdy is the biggest gap in talent probably amongst any position on that field, right? Jalen's a guy that almost won MVP, that played at top you know, colleges. He's played in big games like this. He's played in championship games. He's played in road playoff games. He's played in home playoff games. The, the pressure is on the offense. If, if, the, if Gannon and the defense don't play well, 
you know, obviously that's on them, and and I'm sure we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk I'm about sure we'll that, talk right? About yeah. That, yeah. But but ultimately, if it comes down to a shootout, then win the shootout. Win Agreed. the shootout, right? Like this is the week where Jalen. You know, earns all that money. Like th- this is it. The matchup is our offense against their defense. Yeah, it's absolutely. For sure. It's absolutely yeah. more on the offense. Yep, for and it's sure. more on the Niners' offense too, right? They have Kyle Shanahan. They have I know they have both on the defense side right. of the ball, but they're paying Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. Like, how many points wins it? I think if you get to twenty-seven, you definitely win the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could win it with twenty-four, but but if but if you can get to twenty-seven, I would be surprised if they lost with twenty-seven points. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. All right, let's take a couple phone calls. Jeff's calling from Wilmington. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you? Jack, you punch that up. I can't for whatever reason. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. What's going on? Yo. What's up, Jeff? What's up, Jeff? I am, I am glad I went to the uh, playoff games in seven or in 18 because I only paid 350 for the Falcons game, and I think me and my stepson paid 460 apiece for the uh, Vikings game. Hmm. So really? Inflation. Well, yeah, people didn't we believe a- as much then, too. Yeah, that's true. Probably so, but we were on it immediately after the end of the season. After the Dallas game, we got the tickets for the Falcons game, and then, oh, okay. the, like literally, yeah, we, he was on it, you know. And I had a little extra money at that time. That's the only reason I was able to do it. So gotcha. It all good. Yep. Um. So I'm thinking that I think Jack said he'd be more, he'd be less surprised if this game was a, you know, a two score victory than it would be if the Eagles were to lose. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm leaning towards that way too. But let me ask you this. You guys think they're going to tighten up the coverage, kind of like they did in this last game on on defense? Get up a little closer on these guys, not let not let per, uh, Purdy get those underneath passes because I don't think he can beat us over the top. He's yeah, they don't normally try. Well, and Debo's not a speed receiver, um, right? Yeah, I would imagine you want to get to Debo before he gets the ball, right? So playing off of him and then having to come up and tackle him, right? Yeah, one on one, but. Well, the, t- the only thing I would say to that is mm-hmm. playing off coverage has really helped them get turnovers this year, and Purdy throws interceptable passes. So, okay. I, I like, at the end of the day, I don't think any of their receivers at the line of scrimmage are, are elite outside wide receivers. To your point, like, you know, if he gets off the line clean, he's, he's tough to catch. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm okay with my guys playing off and hoping Purdy throws, you know, makes a mistake and you can jump on Right. Him. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's, that's exactly what happened with uh... – Daniel Jones the other day. I yeah. mean, they had a little bit of a pressure coming. They had the slot blitz on there. But really, James Bradbury had the chance to just basically sit, sit there and, and, and jump. watch yeah. the play yeah. and jump it. So, yeah, it, it, like I said, it's, it's a, a nice little chess match, the cat and mouse between. Mm. And, and here's the thing. That's also going to depend on Slay and Bradbury. Like, Jonathan Gannon can call a defense, but the corners decide whether or not they want to play up, they want to come off. Yes. Like, like the corner, it's, it's, it's their comfort zone and what they choose to do. Like, Jonathan Gannon, when it's third and three, doesn't say line up five yards deep. Right. There's very few downs where they are told where to line up on, right. up, or on up coverage or, or off. But the other interesting thing about on, the – On coverage. Yeah, yeah. On and off coverage. Yeah, I meant up, up at the line of scrimmage I know and what off. You meant, my bad. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the interesting part about the game, too, though, is because their receivers are not great – Like. They're they're great receivers, but CeeDee Lamb is like lines up on the outside, beats man coverage type of guy. That's not Debo. That's right. not Brandon Ayuk. So in a way, Bradbury and Slay, I don't want to say they're neutralized, but they're not as valuable in, in this week as they are in other weeks because so much of it's going to be the inside guys. Like right. Kittle, where Debo's lining up. Now you could move them inside, mm-hmm. but they've not done that a ton this year. I, I will say this. The one thing I would worry about that I think we struggle with a little bit is corners is when we get crossing routes. Yep. 
Like, for whatever reason, we, we don't play the, the routes that go across the field very well. Well, I think that's a result of the off coverage, too. Right. Because you're able to get the line quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, now I will say, while they're susceptible to giving up those, like, seven or eight-yard completions over the middle, they are good at tackling and, and stopping them from resulting into big, big, big plays. plays. yeah. But to your point, when, when I think when people are most frustrated with this defense, it's when guys are just getting off the line clean and running across the middle, and that's like the dink and dunk down the field. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think— it when people get the most yes. frustrated, death. Yeah. yes, exactly. Yep. And the Niners will be happy. You know, they will be happy to do that. Mm. OG Wade, check it in. OG Wade, how are you today, buddy? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? What's up, Wade? OG, what's, what's up, Mr. Butterworth? What up, man? Man, I hear, heard you earlier today. You know, it's always good to hear you play well, week, multiple no, times a day. I had to go day, in yeah. and uh, Ross Tucker said some smart stuff out of his mouth, and mm. I had to check him. <laughs> what did he say? That's OG's role on the station. He has to call in and yeah, educate he, he people. Said that, yeah. um, he said John was crazy for picking Jalen Hurts as his quarterback that he would pick to be his guy today. Now, over Patrick Mahomes. Now, I went, didn't want to go into who's better or this and that, but I'm telling him, why does John have to be crazy? Realistically speaking, <laughs> Jalen Hurts does more for his team oh, than Patrick know. Mahomes does for his team. Dude, and, I, and I, and I it, broke it down. Jalen Hurts is the reason why Lane Johnson has not given up a sack in two years. Because why? Jalen Hurts will leave, and we all know this, he leaves early. He anticipates that pressure. So that helps your O-line not give up sacks. Yeah, we blame for Jalen for bailing too soon, but guess what it does? It doesn't give up a sack. Okay, the other one was we've seen when Jalen's not there. Miles Sanders is not a good running back in that situation. Well, when Jalen's there, Miles Sanders rushes for good yards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's your O-line, that's your, uh, that's your, your running game, and then your passing game. Jalen Hurts can, can throw the ball. I believe better than um, uh, Jackson, you know, from, from – from, so Jalen does a lot I think more. I Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson, team, yeah. Right. Yeah. For his team, then I believe that Patrick does – and I just broke it down where I've seen Jalen not lose games for us. I've seen Patrick Mahomes literally lose games for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, so let me ask you this, though, OG. How many – I know you would take Jalen and John Ritchie would take Jalen. Do you think the Eagles would take would take would take Jalen over Patrick Mahomes? Honestly, no, I don't. Oh, okay. No, I don't. But well, well real real the quick. Good uh, what okay, we're, go ahead. The good about what we're talking about. Yeah. They both great damn players. Oh yeah, for you know sure. Yeah. And then yeah. the other thing is this here is, and he made this point that all the GMs would. You know how many damn times these GMs been wrong. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you're not saying nothing real smart by saying that because I'm telling you, with the leadership and with all the stuff that this player brings to the table, I'm taking Jalen any damn day. That's just my, you know. I actually agree with him to an extent. Mm -hmm. I think if you put – if you had the Eagles roster, right, mm-hmm. or, or any talented roster you want to pick, I think there's an argument for Jalen being more valuable than Mahomes in the way that, A, he helps the running game more than Mahomes does, right. but, B, he throws far fewer interceptable passes than Mahomes does. Mahomes can be reckless with the ball. Right. I think the difference is if you put Mahomes on any roster with any amount of talent and Jalen, like I think Mahomes improves the roster more than Jalen does. But in terms of what Jalen did this year that's huge in this debate is, if you put Jalen in the pocket, he can run the passing offense, which Mahomes can as well, but Jalen's smarter with the ball, I think, than Mahomes is. Think about this. 
Six months ago, this is a laughable conversation. You're right. Yeah. It's a legitimate conversation to yeah. a degree. To a degree. Especially this year. Right. Especially this year. I, I won't dismiss it. I'm just telling you, nobody in their right mind outside of Philadelphia would take Jalen Hurts over Pat Mahomes, and rightfully so. One guy's done it for six years. Yeah. Five straight uh, conference championship games, two Super Bowls, a title. Uh, MVP, like, like one guy has a much longer track record mm-hmm. of being great. It's no slight at Jalen. Actually, it's a compliment to Jalen that somebody is putting him in that conversation now. And and I think that, what, like yeah. he's in it, like you know what I'm saying. Like now you can say when it's they, not when they, a crazy conversation. No, when anymore. they're talking about no. quarterbacks, 25 years old and, and younger or whatever they, the number you'll throw out there, he's up there with Burrow, with Herbert, mm-hmm. with Josh Allen. Like now he has to stay there. Which right? is the like, hard part. Like that's, yeah. that's the hard part. It's like now you have to stay there. Yeah, but what, what I think it is about Jalen is, look, he does have highlight plays for sure, but I think what Jalen does doesn't show up on a stat sheet. Like Jalen is really good at playing winning football, like flat yeah. out. Mm-hmm. He might not be as purely talented as Mahomes or whatever, but just when you talk about if you want to court, I mean, Mahomes is 21 and uh, – sorry, Hurts is 21 and four in his last 25 starts. Yeah. I, I was looking it up yesterday. I think only McNabb ever matched that in franchise history. Hertz knows how to win games. He won't have the no-look pass that Mahomes has and that type of stuff. But if you're just talking about moving forward for the future, I think it's certainly a debate. I would probably pick Mahomes, but to your point, Ike, like the fact well, it's even a debate is just speaks yeah. to how much he's improved. Well, just ask yourself. You take A.J. Brown off this team, does Hertz still go out and throw for 4,000 yards, 5,000 yards, and 40,000? I mean, that's essentially what happened to Patrick AJ, Mahomes. AJ they Brown, took Tyreek yeah. Hill off the team, right. the most explosive, dangerous weapon in the game, and the guy still went out there and led the league in yards yeah. and touchdown he, passes. He, but I think most that, yards. that's what I'm saying. I think on talented teams it's the same, but the difference is Mahomes makes any team he's on a Super Bowl contender yeah. just by being on the roster. Hertz can take a great roster and make the most of it. And look, he can improve guys' skills. For too. sure. I mean, AJ's having a career year for what it's worth. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, this is the best Devontae career year, Goddard career year. But I just think the major leap that Jalen's taken is he can he can play winning football and move the ball through the air, and you couldn't say that last year. The, the real test will be moving forward is what the team looks like when you pay Jalen Hurts, after you pay Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be the real test. Like, Dak was great. He threw for 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns when he had Amari, he had Gallup, he had C.D. Lamb, he had a Mm -hmm. younger Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke wasn't washed. Yeah, Yeah. like, like he looked a lot better. Their Mm -hmm. offense looked a lot better. And then you had the pain. Hell, you can even say Wentz in 17 had more talent. That was probably the most talented team he had around him. Yeah. Then they paid him, and guys got older. They didn't draft well. He didn't raise the level of players around him. So what can you do? Like, that's what happens with all these young quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, they paid you, then they started taking players away. Yeah, and and I do think that's a benefit. Like, for all the times we've said, oh, they should fire Howie, right? The fact that he's lived through so many NFL experiences, I think, helps Jalen. Like, to your Carson point, right? Howie's been through paying a quarterback, how you manage that, the downfall of it, coming off a Super Bowl, all those things. That's a very rare experience for a general manager to have because generally if you go through that downfall, you're you're done. You get fired. Like Howie, yep. Howie was kept on. So Howie knows how it played with Carson, bringing back too many guys on the team, paying the receivers, those type of things. Doesn't mean it'll be easy or he'll be perfect at it, but I think his experience doing it is a major advantage for Jalen that other quarterbacks don't have with their general manager well yeah and that's 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 the loyalty that Jeffrey Lurie has 
Yeah. Because you just said it. Pays off. No other GM gets the multiple opportunities. They're fired and you move on from them. Yeah. But you have an owner that believes in him and is loyal to him and he's given him an opportunity to correct mistakes. Because you don't have multiple first round bust draft picks mm-hmm. and still survive. Or like, hand he, out the biggest quarterback in franchi- well, franchise history and have that backfire well, to your point. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. Talking about there's a lot of other signings and, and things that didn't work also, mm-hmm. and usually you usually get fired for it. Yep. Alshon? Yeah, you usually get fired for it, so he's been given the opportunity to co- to correct those things. Yeah. Yeah, he's been given and that man, opportunity. And man, he's done an amazing job yeah, of but, correcting him. And, and that's not to say if you gave another guy an opportunity instead of firing him after three years. Who knows? He could have done a good yeah, job, that, too. Yeah, that person could have changed his fortunes as well. I just think one thing that really helps Jalen is he plays for an organization that is run at a very high level. And that's not something a lot of quarterbacks You know, you'll say. get no disagreement here. Yeah. It's been that way for 25 years. Yep. So, and I saw this today. The the Eagles have the, uh, have the second most uh, conference title appearances since 2001. Seven. In the NFL, the Patriots obviously have the, have the most, but the Eagles have the second most yeah. in the NFL. Let's go to Kimberly. Thank God we got that ring in 2017, man. <laughs> yep. It would be a much different feel heading It would be this. a much yep. different feel, man. Yep. No, there would be a sense of desperation. Yeah, yeah don't you miss it, though. <laughs> no. Jack miss it. Give it back. No. Give that Super ring Bowl's back. the worst thing to happen to Jack. Well, think about it. No, the, it's the, awesome. the, the, the fangs have been taken out of this fan base. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this week would oh, be like oh, really? The, the fan base is firing the, the off defensive coordinator That's all because season they, long. they have eyes. <laughs> yeah, they have eyes, all right. Kimberly, the vice president of the LTBB, joins us. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, gentlemen. Happy Tuesday. Happy What's Tuesday. Up, What's up, Kimberly? Hi, What's up, Kimberly? Uh, How you doing? I'm all right. Um, you know, I've been listening to the top five at five the last couple weeks, and it's it's lacking a little pizzazz, I think. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Ooh, boy. Did you, did you steal Jack's thunder? <laughs> and it's been in his head ever since. Oh, I forgot about oh. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's been it's been wonderful as usual, Jack. You're funny. <laughs> we'll see what he has today. Oh, oh yeah, really. Um, and really quickly on the tipping thing, I was in an airport last weekend. I bought an empanada, and the woman reached into the counter, put it in a bag, and handed it to me. And then the machine asked me for a two dollar tip. And I was yep. like, wow, like it defaulted to $2. <laughs> yeah, the machine's very aggressive in how much they want you to, to do it, for sure. That's, that's, I mean, if she gets $2 every time she does that, she's making more than I am. So <laughs> that's yeah. pretty awesome, you know? That's a good point. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I stood and had a conversation with ESP a little over a year ago talking about how I, I didn't have a lot of faith in Jalen. Mm-hmm. You guys know I've called into the show on that. I would take Jalen over Patrick now. Um, because of the future, I think Patrick Mahomes is amazing. But I'm I'm in on Jalen until he proves me wrong, which I hope is not for a really really long time. Yeah. Um, so so I've overcome that. But I, and I do think we win this weekend. But I'm I'm a little worried. You know, five years ago, everybody counted us out because we had a backup quarterback, mm. and you know that just gave us fire. I, I'm a little worried that people are too fired up for this and are selling San Francisco a little short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this game's going to be harder than we all think it's going to be, uh, and and it makes me anxious. Well, so. I think a difference is I, I think people, because of Purdy, are, are saying they can win the game, but I don't think a lot of fans are saying, oh, this isn't like Tampa in 2 I, I think that a lot of people feel this could be a close game. Hmm. Thank like, you, only Jack, I think, is at an 11 out of 10. <laughs> right. Well, I, listen, believe me, there's going to be plenty of people that feel like that this week, but 
for the most part, they realize that San Francisco is a is the team that can come in here and beat you. Yeah, with Brock Purdy or without Brock Purdy. All right, well, Elliot, you'll, are you doing uh, Go Birds every day this week? Every day, man. So tomorrow morning, seven thirty a.m. Uh, live streamed on the WIP Twitter and a uh, YouTube page, and then it'll be in all your podcast apps uh, after that. Wow. <laughs> Well, we're anti-podcast on this show. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, yeah. It's a, radio, it's a radio show. It's a radio show. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> and uh, and go do your six. I hear you mentioned the High Hopes pod quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> he never well, mentions the High Hope podcast. Oh, really? I get mad at him because he doesn't promote it on the air. It's like, it's like he doesn't yeah. want to be associated with the show. It's not well, about me. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack's very much not into self-promotion, so it's not surprising. We, not me. Yeah, yeah. We, not me. Exactly. Thank you, Elliot. Yep. Talk to you guys next. Appreciate week. it. All right, brother. Coming up next. What do you hear? This one radio host. What did he have to say about Nick Sirianni and how he was acting on the sideline on Saturday? We have the audio for you covered up next. The ref bombs involved in it. Why Ma- was that upset? Ma- he was he was not he was not happy about it. He's a yinzer too. That's one of the reasons. Why. Oh, okay. We'll play for you covered up next. Marks and Reese ninety four WIP. Hey- 